Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For years, I improvised a new bedtime story for my children every night. Now, we would like to share the recordings of the best of those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my stories for wonderful children. Nelson, and Nelson had an ambition, which means he had something he really, really wanted to do. Nelson's ambition was that he wanted to be the greatest chef in the world when he grew up. So when he was five years old, he started making up dishes of his own. When he was five, his favorite food was a peanut butter sandwich with jelly. And he started experimenting. He started having peanut butter with sandwich with apple slices, and peanut butter sandwich with banana slices. And he tried having peanut butter on toast. And then he tried having just apples on toast. And about that time, his mother and father noticed how interested he was in cooking. They asked him if he would like to have lessons. He said, certainly. And so they got him cooking lessons. And that first time he co- took cooking lessons, the cooking lessons were teaching how to make cookies. And so that year, when he was five until he turned six, he learned how to make pecan cookies and oatmeal raisin cookies and chocolate cookies and chocolate chip cookies and oatmeal chocolate chip cookies and lemon cookies and orange cookies and sugar cookies and iced cookies drop cookies anise cookies pizzelle cookies nut cookies nut cookies all sorts of cookies pretty much raisin cookies yep any kind of cookie you could think of peanut butter and jelly cookies no he didn't but he did learn how to make peanut butter cookies yeah i suspected no one would want to eat a peanut butter and jelly cookie And that was a lot of fun. But he knew that by making cookies alone, although he might be a great cookie creator, he would never be the greatest chef in the world. And that was what he really wanted. So the next year, when he was six years old, his parents got him cooking classes again. And that year, he learned how to make vegetable dishes. He learned how to make mashed potatoes. He learned how to make peas and corn. He learned how to make. He's the greatest chef in the world. He has delusions of grandeur. Well, he has ambition. He doesn't think he is. It's what he wants to be. It's his goal. So, he learned how to make all kinds of vegetable dishes. Spaghetti squash and summer squash. Carrots with honey. All sorts of delicious things. Broccoli with sauces. Hollandaise sauce with broccoli, cauliflower with ginger sauce, and green beans with pesto, all sorts of vegetables. So by the time he was turning seven, he had learned how to make all sorts of different cookies and all sorts of different vegetable dishes. When he was seven years old, his cooking class was about meat. He 
he learned how to cook beef and chicken and turkey and lamb and duck and pheasant and pork and ham and salmon and mahi-mahi and tilapia and catfish. Mahi-mahi. It's a kind of fish. He learned how to cook Chilean uh, toothfish. He learned how to... Learn how to cook sardine. He learned how to cook sardines. He did. He learned how to cook pepperoni for pizza. Learned all the different kinds of meats. Well, when he was eight, he for a while decided that he needed a break from cooking. So the first half of the year that he was eight, he took a swimming class. And the second class of the year, half the year that he was eight, he still felt like he wasn't ready to go back to cooking, but he wanted to do something artistic that had to do with food. So he learned how to do garnishes, which is where he can do things like making fancy designs with leaves or carving food into different shapes, that sort of thing. And he uh, learned how to make garnishes when he was nine years old. When he was nine years old, his parents apprenticed him to the best chef in his city, who is named Gastel Hu. Gastel Hu had a restaurant that was widely thought to be the most delicious restaurant in the city. And when he arrived at the kitchen, Gastel Hu did not teach him anything about cooking right off the bat. He set him to work washing dishes. And after he'd washed dishes for two weeks, Gastel Hu First, he said, I noticed that you've been doing an extra good job with the dishes, so I'm going to give you a chance to learn something else. And so he gave him the job of making sure that the plates were ready to go out from the kitchen to the tables of the people in the restaurant. Well, he took this chance to start using his garnishing skills to make little designs and make the plate look really nice. And Gustav, who noticed, he noticed what a good job he'd done with the task he'd been given. So he said, all right, let's find out whether you can cook. And so he started to teach him the recipes of the restaurant. And he learned them very quickly. And he made them, made extra sure that he made them just right, just the way it was supposed to be. And then Gustav, who decided that it was worthwhile to take him as an apprentice, and really teach him. And so he began to teach him everything he knew about cooking and about how ingredients went together and how to make a dish and how to make up a new recipe. And he worked in Gustavo's kitchen for five years until he was 12 years old. And when he turned 12, Gustavo said, The Duke is coming tonight. I have taught you everything that I know. The only chef in the kingdom who's better than me is the one who works in the duke's kitchen so tonight you will prepare the duke's meal and perhaps if you impress him he will take you to this castle and you can learn more and so he worked extra hard to make everything perfect for the duke and after the duke had eaten his meal he asked to see the chef and the waiter came in and beckoned and the boy went out and the duke said, what? You're just a boy. I asked you to see the chef. And the boy said, your grace, I had the honor of making your meal tonight. And the duke said, well, it is the 
best meal I've ever had in this restaurant. You must name your reward. And the boy said, I would like to come and work in your kitchen and apprentice to your chef so that I may follow my desire to become the greatest chef in the world. And so the Duke took him back to his kitchen. And for the next two years, until he was 14, he worked there, learning everything there was to learn in the Duke's kitchen. And when he turned 14, one day the Duke called him and he said, the chef tells me that you have learned everything that there is to learn here. What would you like to do next? You may pick your reward. And the boy said, I would like to travel around the world for two years. Spending three months in all the big cities of the world, I want to go to New York and San Francisco and Chicago and Mexico City and Tokyo and Paris and Madrid and Johannesburg I want to study with all the best chefs there so that I can learn all of their secrets. And so he did. He went on this great world tour and he learned a little bit in all the different languages in all those cities. Mostly he just learned food words because that was really all he had time to learn. But he learned the words for the different kinds of food and he learned how to make all sorts of different sauces so that he could cook Chinese food and Japanese food and French food and German food and English food and Spanish food and American food. Indian food? Indian food, yes. He went to Mumbai in India and he learned Indian food. And he went to Thailand, Vietnam, and he went everywhere. And then when he was 16 years old, he entered the Iron Chef competition. And the Iron Chefs every year, they went on television you competed against them and the contest was that you went into the kitchen without knowing anything about what you were going to cook and they gave you a set of ingredients that were the same for everybody and then they gave everybody three wacky ingredients and you had to make the best meal you could out of the ingredients that they gave you and he got for his wacky ingredients he got octopus and he got lemongrass, and he got couscous, which is like a very small pasta, and he worked really hard. He made the best meal he could. He made this wonderful dish uh, with calamari, a couscous calamari with a, a ginger sauce, and it smelled so good that by the time he was finished, the judges were having to they were salivating so hard because they wanted to try it. They had to, had to suck up their spit so they didn't drool. And, and they served the plates, and it only took one bite for each chef, for each judge, before they raised his arm and they declared him the best chef in the entire world for that year and the victor in the Iron Chef competition. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's show, but questions and running commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and our wonderful logo was designed by Silas Swindelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, please tell them about it. Do you want more stories? 
You can now subscribe to the show and help pick a new story for me to tell every month. The show's website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.